Rural Queensland today, uh, we're going to talk a bit of FMD. Uh, veterinarian and bovine specialist Sed Wise joins us this morning and the threat of foot and mouth disease has prompted a lot of the red meat sector to consider freezing cattle, semen and eggs uh, for future breeding programs to protect their bloodlines. It makes a lot of sense. Sed, good morning. Thanks so much for being with us. No problem at all, man. Pleasure. Uh, this is something that I suppose a lot of people wouldn't think about, but if you're in this industry and you are have got um, absolutely premier bloodlines, you are freezing and you are collecting semen um, at a rapid rate in case of an outbreak. It's, it's like an insurance that everybody um, from the from the breeding sector needs. Yeah, it's better. It, it's um, certainly something that a lot of people are thinking about, a lot of subscribe readers are thinking about. Um, we have, uh, you know, a lot of inquiry for it has yet to be um, converted in, into work um, because it's not an easy thing to to do logistically. Uh, you know, what animals do you select to be preserved out of your herd is a big thing. The cost is another thing, of course. It's preserving semen and embryos is expensive. Uh, semen is a whole lot cheaper than embryos, but... Um, Embryos, regardless of whether you produce them by uh, normal embryo transfer or by IVF, um, you know, it's an expensive exercise. And and to do it uh, to preserve your genetics, you're going to have to do a, a lot of them. Um, and uh, so it becomes expensive. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of thought needs to go into it. In your opinion, would you be doing it? We're, we are doing it uh, on, on a few select female lines, yes. Um, Trying to get the you know the, the better end of our genetics uh, in the tank, um, and, and others are doing the same. But it is, as I said, it's, it's something that needs a lot of thought. Uh, how do you select the animals that you're going to preserve? You can't preserve, preserve them all, obviously. Um, so you've got to select the best ones. How do you do that? And how many do you do that? That's the big question. Sure. Um, it's, it all is. It's a, it's a risk uh, uh, mitigation exercise and. Some may decide that it's not worth the risk, and, and others will obviously. But um, it's up to them, and, and um, uh, a great unknown. If we knew if it was going to come or not going to come, or, and how long it was going to take to eradicate them, we do get it. Uh, that would be very helpful, but it, that's an unknown to anybody, and um, uh, difficult. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, look, no one really knows. Are you concerned as a veterinarian around FMD? The re- reports this morning that there's some scaremongering still going on. Um, obviously, it's a concern. We're going to talk with Murray what tomorrow. We, we're, but are you concerned about there potentially being an outbreak in Australia? Oh, I think we all are. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, we, we we have always been concerned of that. Um you know, I'm not 100% convinced that the fact that it's in Bali makes it, um, you know, it's geographically a little closer, but um, I don't know that it increases our risk a heck of a lot from what we had already. You know, yeah. we were travelling from all sorts of uh, foot and, and people have been travelling from all sorts of foot and mouth uh, uh, infected countries uh, for many it years. Is. So far, yeah. we've managed to keep it out. Yep. Um, so, you know, I, I think... Um, it is, it is a good wake-up call that we need to be vigilant on, on our biosecurity, um, particularly from travelling from any uh, uh, foot and country. But um, I don't know that our, our risk is heightened any any further from because it's in Bali. With the possible exceptionals, we know we know there's a lot more people travel from the Bali uh, than most other places in Southeast Asia. But um, you know, it still should be 
I have all to be kept out. Um, and, and it's probably a great wake-up call for biosecurity across the board uh, to protect uh, our national herd, really. Yeah, well said. Uh, it's a great point that you make about people considering that there is a um, that they could be trying to successfully put some of their bloodlines on ice um, to preserve them. It's an insurance. It is a cost, but I think long time artificial breeding techniques are expensive. But breeders weighing up the cost against the risk. Um, that's something that most people have to do. Great to chat. Uh, I really appreciate it, and it's great to bring it to people's attention. Thanks so much for being with us, Sid. No worries at all, man. Good on you, Sid Wise. Yeah. This is rural Queensland today.